There you are. It is Tuesday, February the 6th. So glad you're here. Come on in. This is what we're working on this morning. The Ontario Superior Court will be hearing a constitutional challenge about a provincial panhandling law. London's police chief apologized to the woman at the centre of the World Junior Hockey Sex Assault case. And some sad news from the world of country music. Singer Toby Keith has passed away after being diagnosed with stomach cancer. Let's get a new day started, shall we? Mm -hmm. A fresh new day. Mm -hmm. Bit of a chill in the air yes, that we're not used to. Had to scrape <laughs> off the windshield fresh. today. Yeah, it is fresh this morning. Isn't what is it? this winter? Uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, yesterday we were minus one. This morning we're minus four. Windshield minus eight. So it's mm -hmm. it's a lot colder this yeah. morning. Mm -hmm. But we should get a little bit milder because yesterday we just the sun just didn't happen until later in mm -hmm. the afternoon. So that kept our our temperature down to plus one. But today we should hit three and we'll get a bit more sunshine. So we're looking at a pretty nice sixth day of February today, so not too bad. Um, and it is going to get milder as we continue through the week, but it will get a little bit cloudier as well. Uh, but yeah, we should see a fair bit of sunshine. As I said, it's minus four, wind chill of minus eight at the moment. Uh, we'll talk about the forecast in a few minutes. I want to look at traffic, give you just a brief overview here because there's nothing happening. It's pretty good at the moment. 403 Water Down Road looks good as usual this time of the morning to our a few MTO traffic cameras. Uh, here's the uh, QEW Nikola Tesla Boulevard. So Toronto bound lanes toward the Skyway Bridge heading away from us. Here's the top of the Burlington Skyway. Now Toronto bound on this particular shot heading away from us. Uh, and uh, now towards us at third line, Toronto bound lanes a little busier than the other side, but no collisions, no volume right now. All looking pretty good. We'll look at uh, the forecast and traffic in detail coming up right now. All right, there we go. Let's get uh, into the news right now. And, uh, and up first, the Ontario Superior Court, they're going to be hearing a constitutional challenge by advocates about a provincial panhandling law. I want to bring in Simone Gavros, who uh, joins us from the corner of Dundurn and King with, with more on exactly what this means and on what the courts are going to hear this week. Simone. Hi, Tim. Well, the Safe Streets Act is a law that's been in place since 2000, and it prohibits soliciting for money in an aggressive manner, and it also prohibits soliciting for money at ATMs or even while on the road. Now, some of the fines that people can face if they are charged with this law includes $500 uh, for a first offense and up to $1,000 fines for or jail time for offenses thereafter. Now, the challenge was initially launched by the group Fair Change Legal Clinic back in 2017. And they say that this law infringes on the rights of the most vulnerable people in society, including freedom of expression and the right to not be subjected to cruel and unusual punishment. Now, the courts say that the infringement is justified when it comes to public safety. Advocates argue that panhandling is a means of survival and the debts from the fines will accumulate, leading to more difficulties when it comes to accessing assistance and supports. Now, this case is going to be in front of the courts starting today, and that's expected to go until Thursday. Annette, I'll send things back over to you. 
Thanks very much. Well, London's police chief has apologized to the woman at the center of the sexual assault case involving five members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Hockey Team. Police say a review of the initial probe that went from June of 2018 to February of 2019 was closed without charges because of insufficient evidence. However, after a review, the case was reopened, leading to the charges before the courts now. London's police chief has not said if the initial investigation met the service's standard, if London police made mistakes, or who is responsible for why it took more than five and a half years for the case to move forward. Right now, I cannot answer that question. It will truly compromise the curtain process. And like I said, there's a time and there's a place. Carter Hart. Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubay, Cal Foote and Alex Formanton have been charged with sexual assault. McLeod faces an additional charge of being part to the offense. The charges stem from an alleged attack at a London hotel in June 2018 when the then World Junior players were celebrating a gold medal win at a Team Canada fundraiser. Hockey Canada has released a statement after police had that news conference yesterday saying in part that Hockey Canada has cooperated fully with the London Police Service throughout its investigation. It says all players from the 2018 National Junior Team remain suspended pending an appeal and they are ineligible to play, coach, officiate or volunteer with Hockey Canada sanctioned programs. Country music icon Toby Keith, known for his patriotic anthems and chart-topping hits, has died. According to a statement posted on the country singer's website, Keith passed peacefully yesterday surrounded by his family. He had announced he was living with cancer in June of 2022 and in September of last year he spoke about the experience of going through treatment while receiving the Country Icon Award at the People's Choice Awards. Six foot four singer broke out in the country boom years the 90s with hits like Red Solo Cup and I Love This Bar crafting an identity around his macho pro-American swagger and writing songs that fans just love to hear. Toby Keith was 62. Hamilton police are asking people to take a close look at security video they've released from a home invasion in Dundas last weekend. A family was traumatized by the home invasion that appeared to be targeted at selling or stealing rather their high end vehicles. This video is from their home security cameras. Police say at about 4.30 on Saturday morning, four men stopped in front of their house. They broke into the home and neighbors heard a bang. Uh, neighbors describe the thieves as four black men believed to be in their 20s. Police hope that somebody in the community can identify them and locate the suspects. Firefighters in Hamilton, they were battling a chemical fire in the East End yesterday. Fire department was called to a manufacturing warehouse on Kenora Avenue. This happened just after noon. They say they found four large drums of aluminum dust on fire. The chemical is used in making balloons. They got the fire out with a dry chemical agent and they say that no one was injured. Damage is estimated around $20,000 and the suspected cause is mechanical failure. As Hamilton City staff work to lower the 2024 overall budget, there is some confusion around the total cost of the police portion of it, which is a large portion of it. 
Ward 2 City Councilor Cameron Crouch says the total police budget that was calculated last week, about $213 million, did not include capital costs that the city is required to cover for policing like equipment, buildings, the new 911 system and roof repairs. Both councillors and Hamilton's police board say it was a result of miscommunication as well as a difference in the way the budget is formatted. What we do is we consider those assumptions in the city's budgeting process and we put them in there. We're not asking police to come forward and ask for them because they're not required to under legislation. Hamilton Police Board is going to hold a special meeting February 13th regarding the budget. It will be live streamed. Well, transit fares across the Greater Toronto Area are about to be consolidated. Premier Doug Ford says the province is going to subsidize public transit trips so that riders can avoid paying double fares when transferring between transit agencies in the Greater Toronto Area. The consolidated system, One Fare, will launch February 26. It applies to transfers between Go Transit, the TTC, Brampton Transit, Durham Region Transit, My Way, and York Region Transit. All right, into sports line we go, and the NHL All-Star festivities are in the rearview mirror, and the push for the playoffs that begins for the up-and-down Toronto Maple Leafs, who are on home ice, welcoming the New York Islanders to town, a team they have lost to twice this season. You can make it three times this season. Picked off by Nelson across, and Tolmeri fanned on that. Here's a chance in front, Nelson rebound scores! Yeah, former Leaf Pierre Envall would score the winner to break a 2-2 tie with just over two minutes to go, allowing the Isles to sweep the season series and snap the Leafs' three-game winning streak, 3-2 to the final. Leafs captain John Tavares did have a goal and a helper to lead the Buds, who were stymied by Elias Sorokin of the Isles, making 35 saves, including a flurry of action at the end of the game as the Leafs were trying for the equalizer. Uh, they didn't get it. Leafs welcome Dallas into town tomorrow. Full slate of games tonight, including the possibility of some NHL histories. The Oilers, coming off their All-Star break, have a chance to tie the NHL record for consecutive wins. They've won 16 straight. Can tie the 92-93 Pittsburgh Penguins at 17. It won't be easy, as they're in Vegas to face the defending cup champs and the Golden Knights, who currently sit ahead of Connor McDavid and the Oilers in the standings. What a week for Sin City, because there is another event happening. The Super Bowl had their, only, had their opening night in the only way they know how. Super Bowl champion, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, USC hype man Bruce Buffer bringing in the defending Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Who Turn to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years, hoping to win a third title under Andy Reid and QB Patrick Mahomes. Game is actually a rematch of the 2020 game from Miami when the Chiefs took down the San Francisco 49ers, who were back in the big game for the first time since. Opening night, a.k.a. media night, has grown over the years. So actually being in the stadium where the game is played, over 23,000 people paid money to watch players get interviewed. We'll show some of the highlights coming up. Ingram into the front court. He's going to pull up, feeling it. Yeah, Raptors were not feeling it. So let's finish with them. They were right back at it after a heartbreaking loss to SGA in the Thunder in double overtime on Sunday. They were in the Big Easy to face New Orleans. And Brandon Ingram was a one-man wrecking crew. He would drop eight threes, many of them in the third quarter. What you're seeing here. This one wasn't even close. Pelicans smoked the Raps by 38, 138-100 for a third straight loss. They've lost 10 of 12. 
Only bright spot, I guess, was rookie Grady Dick dropping a season high 22. They're off to Charlotte tomorrow night. Shall we go? Yes, we shall go. Let's get into this uh, Tuesday here. 612 is the time right now. Looking at the 403 and Waterdown Road once again. That looks fine. There's nothing going on uh, on the 403 right around the Hamilton area. Thankfully, this morning we don't have that big problem we had yesterday morning downtown. Um, to our MTO traffic cameras and just a few. Give you an idea of what's happening around the Horseshoe. QEW Mountain between St. Catharines and the Falls is fine. Nothing at Nikola Tesla all the way through the 403 junction with the QEW. Here's Royal Windsor. Well, east of Royal Windsor as you go by the Ford plant, and then we'll flip ahead of the 427 Gardner QEW. That's pretty much how it looks this morning. But how it feels this morning is a different thing than we had yesterday morning. Our temperature right now is on the chilly side, minus four, wind chill of minus eight, but still that's above seasonal for an overnight low. So uh, the skies are fairly clear, light winds, high relative humidity. That's why we have all the frost on, on the grass this morning. Uh, so we're looking at three degrees for the day today. Uh, skies will clear. We have a little bit of cloud cover, but skies will clear as the day goes on and we'll have light winds throughout the day. So still that little bit of a northerly flow, as you can see, but that's going to change. We're going to get more of a southerly flow pushing its way across us, and that's going to help our temperatures come up, but it's also going to give us some cloud cover later in the week. But today we should have the sunshine, so temperatures today around 3 degrees. Now, yesterday we tried to get to 3, but we struggled because of the cloud cover. We got to 1, and that was it, so pretty much 3 for the horseshoe today. Tonight, a little bit chillier, minus 4, 5, and 6 degrees for the overnight lows, um, but skies will be partly cloudy. And then tomorrow, once again, we're looking at some sunshine, but temperatures, again, 4, 5, and 6 degrees. Uh, so we're looking at uh, a little bit milder temperatures for the day tomorrow after a chilly overnight low, but we should see some sunshine. So out the door, February the 6th already, the uh, temperature is minus 4, wind chill about minus 8 at the moment, but skies are mainly clear. And we'll check the long-range forecast coming up. Matt, Tim. Okay, thanks, Brian. Uh, no Emily today. She's on assignment, mm -hmm, hitting the A slopes, little traveling, yeah. Uh, with Destination Ontario, so we'll see those segments uh, coming up tomorrow. We got some business news after the break, and uh, a new milk has been approved for sale in Canada. It isn't from a plant, and it isn't from an animal, but it is made the same way as a beer. That's a tease. Six sixteen, Tuesday. Here's the numbers for you. Canadian dollar unchanged this morning, sitting at seventy three point eight five cents U.S. Gold down over two bucks, twenty forty twenty an ounce. Crude oil up seventeen cents, seventy two ninety five a barrel. Off to Europe we go. Hey Europe, markets are up in London, down in Frankfurt, and in Paris. In Asia, markets were down today in Tokyo, but up in Hong Kong and Shanghai. Checking North American markets, uh, big losses on Bay Street and for the Dow, uh, smaller loss for the Nasdaq. Okay, this is kind of interesting. Uh, glad you're here on this Tuesday morning, by the way. Um, for the first time, Canada has approved a milk that doesn't come from animals. Israeli food tech company, they're called Remilk, is now allowed to sell its lab-grown milk protein to dairy manufacturers and food companies in the country. So Remilk's product can be used as a non-animal source ingredient in products that look and taste like traditional milk, cheese, yogurt, and ice cream. The company says they use a fermentation process to create the milk protein and not a single animal is involved. Health Canada says they have no objections to using it in food and there are no safety concerns.
The CEO of Air Canada says his company does make mistakes, but takes responsibility for them. Michael Russo made the comments at a House of Commons committee. He was asked to appear to answer questions about incidents involving passengers with disabilities. In one instance last year, a man with cerebral palsy had to drag himself off a plane because of a lack of help from Air Canada staff. Russo told the committee that Air Canada will do more to improve the travel experience for all passengers. U.S. Appeals Court has ruled that a lawsuit against Bayer can go ahead. A Georgia doctor is one of many people suing the company, saying that their product, Roundup, causes cancer. A three-judge panel in Atlanta rejected Bayer's argument that federal approval of the weed killer shielded the company from being sued under state law for failing to warn of risks. So yesterday was the latest setback in the Germany's company's effort to fend off thousands of similar cases, carrying potentially billions of dollars in liability. Several other appeals courts have already reached the same conclusion in similar lawsuits. Alberta has filed a formal response to the federal government's proposed oil sands emissions cap. The province says the cap is unrealistic and ineffective, adding it won't achieve its grandiose emissions targets and won't be tolerated in Alberta. The federal environment minister has said that the government would bring in a 100 megaton cap on emissions from the oil sands. It's the source of nearly 8% of all Canadian emissions. The Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers and the Business Council of, of Alberta are echoing the province's concerns. A B.C. Supreme Court justice was uh, upheld. The provincial government's right to pause power connections for new cryptocurrency miners. So the ruling in meant crypto mining company Conifix Timber lost a bid to force BC Hydro to provide the vast amounts of power needed for its operations. So the judge said that the government's 2022 move to pause new connections for crypto mining for 18 months was reasonable and not unduly discriminatory. So the CEO of BC Hydro told the dates, or told the court that is, that the date centers proposed by Conifix would have consumed two and a half million megawatt hours of electricity each year. That's about enough for 100,000 homes. Trial's been set in a huge antitrust lawsuit against Google in the United States. The trial between the U.S. Department of Justice and Google will start in September. The case targets Google's economic dominance in online advertising. It's the first antitrust case against a major tech company during the Biden administration. The Department of Justice has joined by some states that allege unfair competition by Google over its technology and online search rivals. Google says the government's case is a, quote, flawed argument that will slow innovation. All right, let's look at business news on this uh, Tuesday. Going to take a short little break. Um, if you're walking out the door right now, grab that heavier jacket. And the scraper. Oh, yes. <laughs> Got to find it first. <laughs> Onto the roads we go on this Tuesday morning, 624 the time. Nothing happening in St. Catharines. QEW Welland looks good. Top of the Burlington Skyway starting to get slow heading down to North Shore Boulevard. No collisions reported. Uh, third line, okay. Lorne Park a bit busy through here. We'll flip ahead to the 403 Eastgate Parkway. Not a lot happening on the 403 this morning. Our temperature 
We're chilly this morning, a lot cooler than we was, were yesterday morning. Minus four for Hamilton, wind chill about minus eight, minus five Mississauga, zero for Grimsby and for Toronto. Seasonals, we talk about those. Minus two daytime high, that's where we figure we should be. Minus 10 for an overnight low, so we're still above seasonal. Those are our sun times and our records for today. For school today, we should be minus two by the first bell and three degrees, and we should have the sunshine afterwards. This picture was sent to us, Belinda sent this, in. Uh, her aunt and uncle live in Broad Door, uh, Cape Breton Island. There's a house, there's a house in there somewhere. I, I under, Sydney, Nova Scotia had 150 centimeters of snow. That's, uh, that's about fi almost fi five feet. I'm over six. So it's about that much snow they had in Sydney, Nova Scotia. That's where winter is right now. We don't have it. We haven't had it. And it's going to be another mild day today. Three degrees and we should see fairly sunny skies. Minus five tonight. Plus four tomorrow and sunny. Look at eight and seven degrees for Thursday and Friday. It'll be fairly cloudy with showers on Friday. And then a cloudy weekend. Temperatures start to dip by Sunday. That's your forecast. Annette, Tim. Five feet of snow. Oh wow. Goodness craziness. Okay, um, just before we uh, get to the bottom of the clock, it, it looks like something out of Dr. Zeus. The, the rare discovery of tree fossils has opened a window into what the world was like when Earth's first forests were really starting to evolve. So archaeologists have found five oh. tree fossils that were buried by an earthquake in what's now New Brunswick, but this happened about 350 million years ago. The co-authors of the study unearthed the first of the ancient trees in 2017 while they were doing field work in a rock quarry in New Brunswick. One of the study's authors calls the tree a failed experiment because it didn't evolve and it eventually died out. Look how cool it is, yeah. though. The newly identified species, Sanfordia callius, has been named after the owner of that quarry. Tough to climb those trees, it looks like, though. It looks like all leaves. Yes. Yeah, no <laughs> real branches to really get... Uh... Imagine raking, and rakes <laughs> hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. And do you leave those on the ground or do you mulch yeah, them? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, what no, do you, you throw do? them in the garden. That's what, what is good. Do? It's good for all the bugs and everything like that. <laughs> That's what we've learned. Uh, okay, one half hour down on a uh, on a much chillier start to your day on this uh, February the sixth. So uh, we'll see you in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>